Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey through the Stargate, through SG-1, Atlantis and Stargate Universe. Destiny. The design is clearly ancient, launched hundreds of thousands of years ago. We were on a ship, but we have no idea where we are in relation to Earth. This is the wrong people in the wrong place. Shoot it. Why'd you do that? He told me to. I have a gun. What happened? Greer. Greer shot him. Each week, Alan and Mike will be following the adventures of the crew of the Destiny, along with one or two guest hosts. Join us for everything that is Stargate Universe. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gatecast episode 337, covering the greater good, which could be interesting, and for some reason caused me to adopt the faintly Scottish accent, I'm not entirely sure what. <laughs> Hopefully it's a Rush-centric episode. This is season two, episode seven, and as you heard from the brief expression of mirth in the background, Bradley has joined us again. Ah, oh, evening, guys. How are we this week? Yes, let's let's pretend the <laughs> listeners don't realise what we're doing tonight. Welcome back to the podcast. We are on the second episode of this evening's recording. As usual, these episodes tend to be a little bit shorter because uh, we don't prattle on as much or we've said everything we need to. There's, there's only so much you can talk about, which is a bit unusual since during the downtime, I've been listening to the beginning of a 24-hour podcast, so... Oh. If we're having to scrape up what to talk about in two hours, God help them. Oh, junty and sufficient sleep, I could probably manage a straight 16. <laughs> I was introduced to a new style of podcast during the week. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, movies by the minute. Oh, yes. Like they've done the Star Wars, yeah. I've um, started listening to one of them, and it's quite interesting. Well, I've listened to the original trilogy on Star Wars Minute, and now I'm listening to The Phantom Menace. How many episodes is that? Well, each film is over two hours. Yeah, I know, that's what what I was thinking. Oh yeah, it takes some time. Don't worry about that. I only listen to it on uh, my drive to and from work. Mm. I'm also listening to the airport minute. Yep, probably a good thing then, the 10 to 15 minute episodes. Yep. Once you you start looking at them on Twitter and it starts recommending them, how many there are actually are, and I'm looking, ooh, the Wrath of Khan minute. Ooh, uh, Indiana Jones minute. Terminator minute. (laughs) God help me. Well, that's it. I'm at the Jurassic Park one at the moment, but I'm seriously considering going back and listening to some others because my podcast feed is slowly dwindling. And, um, yeah, then there's going to be another one I'll lose in a couple of months' time, so... <laughs> I briefly, for the book club, there was three short stories the previous week, and one of them was available on Pseudopod, so I dug it out and listened to it, and I realised I've missed Pseudopod. Pretty much stopped with Escape Pod because of discussions I had with Jeffrey about the way they were treating people submitting stories. But Pseudopod was kind of fun. Has oh, um, MacGyver 2016. Have not we seen it. seen it? Not seen it. Not seen oh. it, but thinking it might have all the attraction and fun of Team Knight Rider. I'm going to say Knight Rider 2008. It seems like it was made the same time, but they've said, no, we're not doing this for Velvet. It just feels very... To me, anyway, it feels very much like Knight Rider 2008. Was that the thing which basically said at the beginning, it took one man and one car, now it takes three? No, that was Team Knight Rider. That was the no. 90s. <laughs> I think there was a motorbike in there, too. And uh, No, they couldn't, uh, so they merged Knight Rider with Streethawk. <sighs> the following presentation is brought to you through the power of science. Ooh, shiny. I'm science fiction writer Scott Pearson. I'm his daughter, Ella. And we... Our two, two generations, generations of geek. geek. Anything can happen in the next half hour. If you like geeky things, and we know you do, check out our podcast, Generations Geek, a family-friendly celebration of the nerdiverse, brought to you by the Chronic Rift Network, which broadcasts from a treehouse in Lothlorien. We talk amongst ourselves about geeky things, like our favorite movies, from black-and-white classics of stop-motion animation to the latest in 3D CGI, plus we have amazing guests, from New York Times best-selling authors to astronauts. No, really astronauts drop by generationsgeek.com for links to all our episodes and remember no geeks are harmed in the making of our podcast
Right, as Alan says, we're going to be watching The Greater Good tonight. Queued up the video, ripped from the Region 2 DVD, 41 minutes, 44 second runtime. Stirring up the black screen with counter set to zero, Alan will be doing his traditional 3-2-1 countdown. If you are going to watch along with us, and if you want to queue up your video at the same place, when Alan says clicky, press play. Everything should be in sync, at least within a second or two. Otherwise, just press play, sit back and listen to us prattle on about an episode of Stargate Universe. Alright, you want to kick it off then? Let's get in there. <sighs> Call me, Coxie, Ooksie, Wiki. This is what Destiny intended from the moment it entered the star system. And surprise, surprise, Robert Carlyle introduces the episode once again. Yeah, it does get a bit repetitive, doesn't it? We haven't seen this before. Okay then, Season 2, Episode 7 of Stargate Universe, The Greater Good, Gatecast Episode 337. This episode, written by Carl Binder and directed by Will Waring. First aired in Canada and America, November the 9th, 2010. Sweden, January the 14th, 2011. Germany, March the 3rd. Hungary, April the 10th, 2014. Lots of series with episodes of the same name. Castle, Lost, CSI. Being Human, Xena, Extent, Spartacus, ER, Blue Bloods, and Third Watch. This is new. Quite interesting that they show from last week's episode, they showed the scene with her hand on mm. Eli's leg and her kissing him. Well, it, it kind of leads to the opening scene of this episode. Plus, they get to reuse that shit blowing up scene again. Yeah, you really do <laughs> want to watch that twice. Over and over. Yeah. <laughs> he seems more able to respond. Well, look at that. That's clean shaven now. Yeah. Yeah. Morning briefing. You're late. Although he's late for a meeting, so... Well, he's not exactly rushing, is he? Must have started early. Ah, the People's Committee. She's been the most cooperative of all the Lucian Alliance members. Homeworld Security wants to talk to her now. What happened to Homeworld Command? Yeah. Have they got rid of General O'Neill? I wonder... Has it become a civilian institute? That might be Chinese one. Oh, you're, are you with us, Colonel? Yeah. He's still not 100%. He's better, but not quite there yet. If he's been drinking heavily and he's stopped, he's probably having trouble sleeping. Okay. You kind of got the feeling that he said okay just to get them to stop talking to him. Leave me alone. Eamon Dunning. I'm not looking at this, I'm not looking, I'm not looking. Is she in there? Yeah, but you should know she's... Hello again. Oh, yes. Hmm. Uh, our people on Earth have asked if you could use the communication stones to come and talk with them. You cannot come into this cabin. Um, sure. I'm not saying a word. I'm sorry, did I interrupt something? No. Not awkward at all. I uh, was just, um, sleeping. Don't worry, I am, I am wearing <laughs> underwear under this. Yeah. <laughs> Out of breath. I'd love to see Dunning's face. He's probably got the biggest grin on his. Good. Um, I'll come by later. Fill you in on the protocol involving the stones. Of course. Thank. Oh, it's worked. I fooled it. I fooled her. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's, a, it's hard to miss. <laughs> yeah. Don't say a word. <laughs> Is he under the bed? <laughs> yeah. You can come out now, Elon. Twelve hours on the countdown clock, but the gate's not dialing. No planets in range. We tried calling Rush. No response as usual. I like the use of the little fisheye lens for that. Makes the room look huge. Wait a minute. There is something out there straight ahead of us. What is it? Some kind of ship. Definitely not a seed ship. Is it makes it so much easier when you actually have a lot of people on the consoles. Yeah. Mm. New friends. Yay. <laughs> yeah, new friends. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Yay! New friends. Oh, the cheerful Volker. <laughs> I think I'd be Volker in this situation with a touch of Eli. Yeah. Oh, nice. Interesting paint job. Very red. Looks like it's been through a battle. And got its ass kicked. So do we. Yes, they did. It's from kind of how big space is, and they've run into another starship. Yeah, so you find a needle in a field of haystacks. Yeah, being a very narrow path for Destiny to pick up on it. But she did, serendipity or not. Must deserted. Whoever was on board must have evacuated. Where the hell were you? It's working. I want to know what the hell you were doing. I was busy. I'm here now. Can we deal with the master in hand? Is Jill Niven Ginn? 
Yes. Thank you. I sense a Google search happening. <laughs> we uh, sent over a Kino. You found anything? Ship's empty. Looks like they're in a battle. Probably abandoned ship. Uh, let's not assume anything. Could be a trap. Reavers. We could use the spacesuits. What is this, a jump over? Yes, Destiny stopped here for a reason. <laughs> Thank you very much, Paul. <laughs> Destiny stopped here for a reason, and it wasn't me, so I'm not happy. Kind of risky for you to... The ship is deserted. I'm the expert in alien technology. I should go. Yeah, you know there's something wrong when Rush volunteers to go. Yeah. You have just over six hours of suit air in case you can't get the ship's life support online. Why not just dock? Because... An alien spaceship? Yeah, they could dock with a sea ship because it was, it was made by the same people. No universal docking ports on these. I'm not sure it's such a good idea for you to be doing this. Crew needs you here. I need to keep an eye on him. Don't worry, Lieutenant. I'm not going to leave him behind. And Young's going as well. Yeah, because they worked so well together last time. <laughs> he just doesn't trust him. Because if he finds something interesting, he may not tell him. He actually he said may. it. I'm yeah. not going yeah, to leave you. <laughs> not intentionally, anyway. I like the fact that these suits are pretty much one size fits all. They're very adaptable. You understand all this? Yes, let me pick up your notebook and have a rummage through. Yeah, Eli is not the second most intelligent person on the ship anymore. Yeah. I've been really... <laughs> You've been busy. How about, you, how about you have a look at him and see what Rush is up to? I heard you and one of the Lucian Alliance people have been working together a lot. Gin? Yeah. Who told you? I think everybody on this ship knows. There's not going to be any secrets. There's not that many people there. <laughs> of a small country village. I hate just imagine what goes on that mess hall. Everyone talking about everyone else. Now, is this Eli just opening up to his friend or is trying to let her down easily? <laughs> yeah, but how many times has she said that we're just friends? Yeah, I know. Or you're my friend and that's like, he's moved on. I'm happy for you. One thing in the commentary, Louis Ferreira and Lena Huffman, again, they had a riot recording this. They're on about the noise of the buttons making when they actually moved to the bridge set. The buttons don't make any noise because the sound effects guys were fed up at having to put them in. Oh. <laughs> Jung and Rush are going on a genuine spacewalk or a space jump. God help them if they miss. Yeah, a little, a little foreshadowing there. Looks like the bridge is destroyed. Oh, that's a thick hole, isn't it? Mm. A big hole with pointy edges. Certainly melted. Well, you assume that energy weapon. A lot more detail the ship, too. I've only seen this episode before on my iPad, so it's good to see the ship on the big screen. I love how he just held onto the chemo and flew him over there. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed Eli didn't strap some to the suit. You know, where'd they get that cable from? Rope. It's a long rope. Destiny, we are on board the ship. Copy that. Glomp, glomp, glomp. I gotta wonder, is that gun recoilless? Oh, that was going to be my question too. Well, you've got magnetic boots. You may strain your car for something. That's it. Keep that Kino safe. I wonder, was that a deliberate Stormtrooper reference moment? It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, the, the Stormtrooper hitting your head is possibly one of the best known mistakes in movie. <laughs> Is there life support? Although this does surprise me that the ship has power. I have a question. Why did the bulkhead make noise when they closed? It is a vacuum. Because it's mechanical. You would feel the noise Yeah. through the hole. You wouldn't hear the clang. Colonel, you still there? Yes, they are. They're having an in-depth discussion about the science of hearing noises while wearing spacesuits on a spaceship open to space. Maybe you should come back, not take any chances. Don't worry, the pods are empty. Well, there could be pods elsewhere on the ship that aren't empty. Was there anything still alive on this ship that Kino would have noticed? Seen those before? Oh dear me! <laughs> yeah, is run it, away. Is it theirs or just another one that they've come across? I think the writers are trying to make it clear that Destiny's moved into an area of this galaxy where this alien species is rife. We'll see if or how much of a threat they are as the episodes go on. But they certainly want something, and they are aware of how ancient technology works. 
don't tell me the Kino has got an interface. Or are they, oh, they're, they're just going to use it for a camera, aren't they? You getting this? Uh, yeah, yeah, we got it. What is that, a control room? Some kind of engineering station. It appears they only have limited control, but I think I can seal off some other bulkheads and... Hell, it hasn't even gone around the whole <laughs> ship yet. Could be a food dispenser for all you know. Yeah. Those look a bit like a Federation replicator. <laughs> Power's coming on in other parts of the ship as well. Oh, it might be an auto-inhumation it might be an auto -inhumation device. Oh, yeah. Suicide booth. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I knew that you'd pick up an inhumation, but I wasn't sure Brad would. It's almost as if it's got a cup holder, designed just for the Kino. Yeah. It's looking at Raj. Why wouldn't you point it at the display? <laughs> That's a gamble. We have light, so we have life support. It makes you wonder... Where are the aliens that were flying the ship? Because it's obviously... You carry the helmet. You never leave the helmet down. Yeah. To be fair, unlike Prometheus, at least they knew there was air there. Oh. Oh. Uh -oh. Okay, yeah. Oh, that oh, rope didn't last long, did <laughs> Yeah, I don't think the rope's going to tow Destiny along with it. <laughs> he pressed buttons. There was this lever. It said, don't push, so I pushed it. Moving away from Destiny. Turn us around, Rush. I can't. Navigation and propulsion cannot be controlled from so now they're moving at god knows how fast. A few thousand miles an hour. We have a trouble. Propulsion just was controlled from there. No. And there it goes. Well, we knew them. They're out of range. Of what? Communication. Communication, I'd imagine tens of thousands of miles in the vacuum of space. It's just time delay. Although it depends what system the uh, Destiny uses, because we've seen them talking on a planet with no time delay. Mm. Maybe some sort of... Subspace communication, similar to what they use on Star Trek. The conversation, little more action. They're kind of screwed, unless they can pull the proverbial rabbit out of the hat. And we know what Russia's been up to. I've been doing some work. Writing a program that should allow me to override Destiny's autopilot. And manually fire the ship's maneuvering thrusters. You what? Why didn't you tell any of us? Okay, how much can I tell them without telling them everything? Must be calculated. Give me a minute. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so fill me in. I can help with it. No, I, I, I mean, yes, of course. You and the others can handle some of it, but most of it? That's going to require someone with a far greater knowledge of ancient drive systems. Someone such as... Give him a little breadcrumb. Make myself look vulnerable. Amanda Perry, she can... <laughs> yes, Kathleen Munro is going to return to the series. Let's bring her on board. You'd think once the helmet's removed, I'd be switched off. Well, perhaps there's servos. It's part, you know, part mechanical. Yeah. Yeah, you really don't want to see Simeon at your door, do you? Yeah. At least he lies in there now. Otherwise, he'd be in danger too. You can see the two guards dunning, obviously, for Gin. Mm -hmm. I assume that's Sergeant Michaels, who's guarding Simeon, played by Donovan Seminara. He is wonderfully smooth, isn't he? Yeah. The problem is, when you get close to someone, you start letting your guard down, and uh, you say things you shouldn't. Two visitors in one day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's almost as you've got a red light over a door, isn't it? <laughs> Never mind the foot traffic. Excuse me. Uh, again, we're all set if you're ready. Ready for what? Nothing that concerns you. I'm amazed they didn't... Why is he still alive? Exactly. Yeah, I'm amazed they didn't realise he was seriously dangerous. Of all the people they kept on board... Yeah, he's not exactly telling them anything useful, is he? I mean, he's admitted that. He's just no. going along with the story. And especially if they can get all the same information out of her, then why even keep him there? Or at least keep that one locked up. She's fully aware of the communication stones protocol. I'm fine, Eli. Really. Well, give her a hug. You may not see her again. Oh, yeah, that's going to be rather traumatic, isn't it? Mm -hmm. We may need you to remain on Earth until Dr. Perry has finished helping us with our problem. Hang on. You ask her that right when she's sitting down to use the stones. She can hardly back down now, can she? No, yeah, no mentioning that the fact you're going to be going back into that body. Corporal Barnes, taking over all the use of the stones. See you soon. <sighs> that's what you think. <laughs> this is excellent. I've watched this a number of times, looking for the cut. Here we go again. Yep, missed it again. 
still not 100% sure where they made the transition. Mm. I assume it's where they changed the lighting on it. And so Amanda Perry returns to the Destiny. Rush said he'd find a way to get her back, and he has. Gin's gone back to her Homeworld Command, or whatever they're calling it these days, to uh, spill the beans on the Illusion Alliance plot to attack the Earth. Uh, still find that storyline unbelievable, but there you go. Would knowing how something works enable you to be able to control it? How do you mean? Well, she's an expert in drive systems, but would you know how to operate them? Well, that they kind of glossed over, didn't they? Yeah. You could learn everything you want about the hyperdrive engines that the Prometheus and the Daedalus use, which are mostly derived from Asgard technology anyway. Yeah. The uh, hyperdrive engines in the Gwold ships are different as well. Mm-hmm. You can understand a lot of the theories behind them, but actual the mechanics would be... Besides, hyperdrive engines and the Gwold ships have booby traps. He just needs someone he can... The only person he could trust on board. <laughs> uh, it's a bit of a booty call as well, isn't it? I mean, she offered herself on a plate to him before and he turned it down because he just lived through his wife's death again. Mm. <laughs> Nicholas? Mandy. Yes, I'm here. I can see you. Tell me what to do. Good, good. Is Eli with you? Yeah, I'm here. Good, go and help Dr. Park. What? <laughs> what? Why? Because she's going to need you far more than Dr. Perry will. All right, all right. See, there is a beauty in people thinking you're a dick because you can use it for your own benefit. Yes. Good. This is the first of several heuristic algorithms I need you to run. They're crucial to discovering a way to manually program and override to Destiny's propulsion systems. First of several. You thought this wasn't going to be any fun, huh? You're very funny, Mr. Brody. Time is of the essence. But then, yeah, and then all this math too. She had to push a button and say go forward or go back. Yeah, if you had a yeah. private communication channel, just say, go down this corridor, go down that corridor, press this button, press that button. I love that little needing to learn how to write a game. Yeah, it's, it's very fortunate muscle memory is carried over, isn't it? Yeah, because she hasn't written anything since she was eight. Or had control in her arms anyway. Well, I presume she wrote some the last time she was over. Probably not going to make up for all the years she didn't. So far, so good. Young and Rush are not killing each other. That's progress. It ain't gonna last, though. Frame around. <laughs> That's a lot of equations. That is, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Is this four hours later? Yeah, I'm pretty much convinced that what she needs to know could be given within minutes. Most of this is being taken up on how to get to the bridge and how to use it. Well, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Is that four pages just telling her that there is a bridge? I need you to go there and wait for instructions. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of effort. Destiny gives her a, a plan of itself. She figures out exactly where she has to go, looks around, makes sure nobody's watching her. Sneaky. These are mistakes you gave me. Do you understand them? I think so. Are you asking me to go to... Yes. No. Please. What's a math equation for don't tell anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> keep it to yourself. The infinite. Yeah. And keep looping back on yourself. I'll be right back. Need some help something? No, thanks. I'll be fine. I'll let you know. Just help you think better on the toilet. Yeah. First Rush keeps disappearing, now you. Oh, hello. We need to talk. I'm sorry? Oh, I'm I'm not. I'm Dr. Amanda Perry. We used the communication stones. I was brought aboard to help the current situation. Where's Gin? She's on Earth. (laughs) Look at the expression on his face. Yeah, what? (laughs) Where's Gin? Oh, you're standing in front of her. Problem? See now, why didn't his god intervene? Why did Greer yeah. have to do it? Mm-hmm. He's just staying there attention. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Thank you. I've got quite a bit of work to do. And, uh... and by all means, do not let this man stop you. <laughs> Thank you for giving me the opportunity to push this guy around again. Why does she not have a guard? Yes, they've changed um, changed bodies, but if there's a interruption or anything, yeah, get and begin again. He's looking a bit guilty and Greer. I've, yeah, I've got the feeling he's going to bore this guy out when he gets a chance. Oh, yeah. Mm. Amanda's at the entrance to the bridge. Let's hope the combination or whatever it is works. Funnily enough, the way the set's built, going the opposite way probably would lead back to Digger anyway. Keep going right and Obviously you'll run back into a lock. Down there, that looks well, the doesn't it? <laughs> mm. Door behind a door. 
Yeah, it's it's rather over the top, isn't it? You've got got the feeling that some of the ancients had a flair for design. Yeah, steamboat. It almost tells you that the bridge is not really meant to go to regularly anyway. There's that much automation on board. Lock someone in there and that's it. There's no problem sitting in the chair. That's it. Make yourself comfortable. The bridge is yours. Well, there wasn't at least one big red button that says press me. She had to actually uh, manipulate the controls a little before all the power comes on. But it does look pretty magnificent. Uh, I still think that's a stupid idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's visual, but yeah. Because those drive shift systems haven't worked in millions of years, and all of a sudden, yeah. it hasn't seized, nothing happened. Rush, come in. Yes, I'm here. We just lost the Kino feeds. Yeah, probably out of range. It's going to happen sooner or later. Yes, of course they are. <laughs> they must be really getting really annoyed with him. Marty's still there? Yes, Nick. This is a discreet channel. No one else in the ship can hear us. Oh, so he does have a private channel. So it seems, although you'd imagine that military-wise the radio walkie-talkies would be totally accessible by Scott or Young, maybe they just haven't looked. And of course you can't really use a walkie-talkie when you're in the same room with other people. Not exactly a private means of communication unless you're all alone. Oh, you evil man. He's basically made her an accomplice to this. Yeah. He might not be the deceptive type. But you could have had any of these people. I needed you because you're the only one I can trust. Not complete. No. You middle. Plus, I'm also on the ship. God knows how far away. I need you to turn Destiny round and come and get us. You don't have time. It's not going to be suspicious at all. Tell me what to do. Well, one thing we can say is that Amanda Perry is a very intelligent young woman. Very intelligent, period. She can probably understand what Rush is going on about. She can implement it. And yes, she may be actually gain control of the Destiny and be able to fly her. It's a long stretch, but this is the only only choice Rush has got if he wants to live. No, or not. I would have thought, you know, technical information on the Kinos would have been in the system. Mm. It's also interesting the Kinos don't have the range of what their radios do. Mm. Well, obviously I assume that Rush has blocked them. Destiny just turned in the direction of the alien ship. Okay, we're on our way. Well done, well done. That's a little bit more than just manoeuvring for us. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda has got some serious explaining to do to Eli and Brody and Volker. Destiny is outperforming anything they've seen before. She shouldn't be able to do this. Why don't you want me to tell anyone the truth? Look, things have changed since you last came aboard this ship. You're not going to be able to chase down the other ship with me, Frostus. That's true. And Rush has got to explain to Amanda what's been going on on this ship. Of course, he'll phrase it in his uh, unique style where all the blame gets put on everybody else and Rush is the innocent victim of some machinations. You could almost feel sorry because um, he does believe it himself. It's bizarre, really. But if he actually does work with somebody, he, can, he could create wonders. So you turn the ship around. Yes, I was able to manually fire the maneuvering thrusters. Wow. Okay. Do you need any help? I can come down and... No, no, it's okay. I'm uh, almost finished here. I should be coming back to the control room shortly. Yeah, that's, that's where I go all the time. And they buy it. Fools. And you look like, well, you, so... Mm-hmm. Even though we haven't seen that control room yet. Yes, that's one set we never did, did get to see. And you'd think if it was, air quotes, a control room, it'd be more of a place to set up shop than the yeah. so-called Apple call room. Well, maybe they need the Android power room. Disbelief runs screaming across the screen. What? The Kino feed. Before we lost it, always record. <laughs> She's clever. She ain't that clever. Yeah. He doesn't believe he her. He doesn't believe her. Yeah. Eli, more than anybody else, knows how the Kinos work. So if there's any question mark over the range, he'll know it. And it's a bit suspicious, isn't it, that the, the Kinos stop working at a certain point. And if you take that as A, then B follows that they may have seen something that Rush didn't want them to see. I did it that. She would have bought more time if she says, I'm in the bathroom. This new yeah. body, you know, you know what it's like. I think Young is getting a little bit suspicious. And I love this. Eli suddenly got a backbone. 
it, I assume the fact that she's in Jin's body is provoking him a bit. And again, if you, you find the air quotes manoeuvring for us just to turn the ship around, why are you going to leave it and go back to there? Like, you're going to stay there until you can get close to the ship. Well, yeah, you've got to tie in navigation as well somehow. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can't see where you're going yeah. down there, so how are you <laughs> manoeuvring? You need a, a little pause from the main engines to catch up with the ship, which is still drifting at ballistic speeds. Yeah. He is angry. Oh, yes, I think you heard. <laughs> yes. There's a mother. When? Ooh. <laughs> I would shoot you, but I don't want to waste the bullets before Riley died. I'll do it the old-fashioned way. Oh. Yes, get him. Knock down, drag out. And you know what? I think Jung is trying to kill him. <laughs> Even though, didn't he say he wasn't going to? Bowling, bowling alley, I tell you. Oh, and there, but... Yep, Jung's really going for it. I don't know if he's trying to get a sleeper hold on him or literally wring his neck. But he definitely blames him for Riley, and justifiably so. Rush, on the other hand, he's just hanging on, looking for a, a way out. Which uh, the slimy devil will probably find. There is a thing, though. I mean, Rush is supposed to be from Glasgow. Well, he said he, he was raised on the streets. He wasn't from a wealthy family. He came up the hard way. Yeah. Mm. He's still gone down a rack of easy. <laughs> Joke old, isn't it? <laughs> Come on, you wanted to. You maintain that too long, you will actually die. Scottish guy would get the boot in the head as they went by. <laughs> yep. Because Rushwood is a situation reverse. You always put the boot in if the opportunity arises. Yeah, you did. You could have told me, Rush. I couldn't trust you. I'm not the only one who feels this way. Several of the crew have voiced I'll control you, right? Power. Well, someone's got to lead these people. You think anyone's going to follow you after this? No, 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 not me. Trust you. To do what? You weren't exactly going to turn the ship around. Well, exactly. I mean... It, well, to stop it. You could have legitimately found planets with vegetation, with water, without trying to hide the fact that you were manipulating the course. But maybe he has been looking ahead from the data from the sea ships and there just aren't that many vegetated worlds, but there's got to be something if the gates are getting left on them. When I unlocked the code, the amount of information it revealed was overwhelming. I had to make sure I had a proper handle in this stuff before letting anyone have access to it. If any one of those systems had been improperly handled... Resulting in the shuttle crashing, one of our best young men dying. You mean something like that? That's why you share. Yes. <laughs> the index was that thick. This was a, a nine-page script for this scene. Mm. Huge for a TV episode. Yeah, it's usually about a page a minute. Will Wearing, the director, brought three cameras onto the set to get all the coverage you needed. Yeah, we're not doing this again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's do some Abram level lens flare. Lens flare, good. Was that your doing? Is it was no, 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 that was, that was the ship. Except the part at the end. I had to override the program to make Destiny jump back into FTL. Look, with all that's happened recently, Lucian Alliance trying to take the ship, lives lost as a result of that. Lieutenant Johansson's baby. <laughs> that was a, that's actually more worrying well they didn't try to take it they did take it <laughs> yeah we just got it back be careful be careful yeah am I fit to lead these people still has the gun <laughs> I say he won't shoot you he will beat you to death with the uh, butt of the gun <laughs> mm. I couldn't tell you about the cold color how could I trust you when you don't even trust yourself he might be bloody and beaten but he still knows how to hand out well dish out the logic Rush are you there Rush, come in. Out of range. Probably shut off the radio. Bingo. Well done, Eli. It's funny, Rush never looks to himself, though. He's not exactly stable at the moment. He hasn't been since the loss of his wife. Yeah. And let's not bring up the fact he's had a breakdown himself as well. <laughs> yeah, because he's Rush. <laughs> it won't be the first time he's tried to get... How does he feel about this betrayal coming from what looks like his girlfriend? I think this well, this is why Eli is suddenly so energetic. He does mm. his gin's body. This is what's provoked him into action. Destiny's mission requires a level of commitment I doubt anyone in that ship's prepared to make. What mission? 
There is no mission other than getting these people home. Uh, to be fair, when we hear about the mission, not that important. No. Lives won't be changed if they don't find the answer. It was an ancient hobby. Yeah. Now these past few weeks, I've learned so much more about the ship, about its mission. It's far more important than we ever thought. Okay, let's, let's hear it. Are you familiar with the cosmic microwave background radiation? Noise left over from the Big Bang. A long time ago, the ancients made a discovery. They found evidence of a structure buried deep within the background radiation. They believed that at one time, this structure had genuine complexity, coherence. Therefore, it could not have occurred naturally. In fact, even if they went through this mission and actually found a definitive answer, half the population of Earth wouldn't believe it anyway. Well, by the time it completed its mission, everyone would be dead any oh, <laughs> Earth wouldn't be yeah. Our sun would have gone over by now. Civilizations would have been born, raised and died and faded away and reborn. Yeah. I mean, look at Earth. Yeah, a message from God in, was it, 40-foot letters of fire burnt into, I can't remember, the mountain. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not that you can't remember it. You can't pronounce it. No, I literally can't remember. I haven't read that book in years. You remember what they originally? Sorry for the inconvenience. We apologize for the inconvenience, actually. Uh, they originally thought that pulsar sound from pulsars were intelligence because of their repeating patterns. Yes, they did, didn't they? A British female astrophysicist had mm -hmm. tapes of the radio waves which she labelled LGM. I saw a documentary BBC did it yet. when I was a teenager. So again, it could be their assumption that the pattern at the Big Bang is intelligence Something we've seen before. We see patterns in things, whether they exist or not. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's fine. With the technology in the ancients, they could put together destiny and think a million-year mission and not worry about it. Yeah. Just on a whim. You know, it's like uh, funding by whoever their version of Tony Stark was. But then, uh, yeah, it could be just a side project from someone like Jonas, just doesn't have council approval, obviously, because no one's there. Something's happened to them and they can never get there. In the end, anyway. Well, he, he was a busy little beaver, wasn't he? But this is long before yeah. his time. There could have been somebody but like Like him, a though. character like that. Yeah. I believe that the more we learn, the more pieces destiny uncovers, and the greater our power to control everything around us will be. This should have been the talk in the first episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at the pair of them, though. Young at this moment, smart, in command, and brought a total mess. To gain greater understanding. What the hell do you want from me? I want you to work with me. Together. Side by side for the benefit of everyone. And there you go. They should have been working together. They should have trusted each other. Clash of personalities. Command styles. Character. It was never going to be. But just imagine what they could have accomplished these past few months. If these two men had worked together. Brought both sides together. For a common cause. Maybe this is the turning point. Well, we'll just have to find out. But unfortunately, this is Russian Young, so it's not going to go smoothly. I think we can put money on that. Mandy? Yes, Nick, we're here. What happened? No, we're fine, but your angle and speed are off. Need you to circle back, line up Destiny's airlock as close to the ship as possible. Where's Colonel Young? Eli, I'm here. We're gonna sort all of this out later. Let's just get us back on board first. We should get back in search. Nice shot of the two ships. So close, yet so far away. Try not to come in so sharply. Yeah, you just want to pull alongside. Maybe Brody should be driving no offense. Shut up! Okay. You know, if the aliens were watching now, they would be less worried about the crew of the Destiny. <laughs> easy, easy. Keep an eye on your starboard. Watch your angle. What the hell is going on here? No time. There's no time. I think you got to ease up. That's very sensitive. Back off as you come in. Is she flying the ship? Do you know what you're doing? Guys! Not now! Yes, Scott. We don't need flyboy ways here. Amanda's at the helm. Kilo's damaged. I won't be able to use it to take us back to the ship. There's another one. The search mode. Somewhere still on the ship. If we can find it. Reverse, you're too close! I'm trying! Well, that's close for <laughs> intergalactic space, isn't it? Rags, Rags. Who's who's flying this ship? I'm not gonna make the joke, but you know what we know where it's come what's coming. <laughs> Not female drivers. <laughs> what the hell just happened? I'm sorry, Colonel. We came in too close. Yeah, maybe I should give it a try. No, 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 no. We're okay. We match your speed. 
why haven't they tried to stop? You're kind of in an awkward position. Do you have somebody fly the ship who's a, a pilot or someone who's more familiar with the controls? At the moment, she's got an hour's experience of the controls rather than anybody else. But then Eli's a gamer, so you'd think he'd be... That's yeah, it's not point. exactly pinpoint, is it? we got a bigger problem. The Kino is damaged. We're not going to be able to use it to get back on the ship. What about the other one? It's lost. Somewhere on the ship. They don't have time to go looking for it. We always lose them in search mode. <laughs> yeah. Right where we need them. There we go. You're just going to use the ship's centripetal force to propel you the distance. Easy. That ship's just not spinning. It's wobbling. You'll have to calculate each jump separately. The speed of rotation, the, the, the mass of each person, the angle of trajectory. Already on it. Eli, if they miss this ship, they won't. Ow! Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> this is not a good idea. This wasn't a good idea in Star Trek when they had jetpacks. Jumping from a spaceship to another spaceship without any cable ties or anything. The lattice work makes me think of Moya from Farscape. Yeah. Oh, well, that's... Rotation. Yeah, that's not good. If you had enough control of the destiny, you could rotate at the same speed. Yeah, let's... <laughs> you know, is this a misogynist approach to women drivers? Now! Now, if we only had a shuttle. <laughs> yeah. We've said it before, there must be a recall command on the Kino somewhere. Why don't they have time to go and look for it? Power in the suits. That's their clock. Of course he is. <laughs> don't get cocky. There's a very human factor in this equation, which you cannot control. Did either of you read Tal Williams' Otherworld series? No. Brad? No. There was an evil character, and he had a phrase. Smart, confident, cocky, dead. Hmm. You know, progression. Now. Whee! That's what we were thinking. <laughs> that hole is the only damage on that ship. With the landing sure, on the two thing. exterior shots. Moving fast. Yeah. Which, if they're matched for speed, oh, I suppose it would have thrown him. I assume they can turn down the magnetic properties of the boots, otherwise, as soon as they hit the deck, he'd stop. Yeah, stop and keep on going. He'd stop, come flying forward, and smash the faceplate. <laughs> Where is he? Oh, there he is. It looks like it's spinning a lot faster now. Well, maybe a bit of momentum. <laughs> going to the 20-yard line. <laughs> I'm open! You look at him. Oh, this is... <laughs> he stopped. <laughs> this is interesting, isn't it? How do you make someone bounce? If you want to kill somebody, <laughs> or not save them, shall we say. Now, do you trust me? This is Rush, though. Rush could be doing this in order to engineer greater trust for a later betrayal. Because, let's face it, this is Rush. He's like, well, why did he just do that? Yeah, did you do it because you wanted to save me or did you do it because you want me to trust you more so you can have more freedom to do whatever the hell you want? Yeah. The amount of information here. We just keep looking for that message. <laughs> He's in the commander's seat. This must probably heaven for Eli. <laughs> Let's not push any buttons we don't know. <laughs> I love the thing about Captain Kirk's seat. He just had four buttons on the arm huh? <laughs> to do everything. Make it so. A little gesture by Eli crossing his fingers. Yay, we got no toys to play with. Yep, it worked. Oh yeah, Robert Nepper, once again, wonderfully wicked. You can just see from his eyes there's so much going on, decisions being made. They can control the ship. What does that mean for him? Compliments of Mr. Brody still. <laughs> oh, how I've missed its lone redeeming quality. It's been brought up before, coming and going, stopping the ship when they want to... If it's going to affect the further mission or getting to the next star to recharge. Like most of us have been forgotten now. Well, perhaps they just don't feel the need to actually voice it anymore. We can assume mm -hmm. that everything Rush has learned is passed on to uh, the rest of them. Yeah. After all, at this point, Rush has really got nothing much to lose. Being totally open now, once the secret is out, is to his benefit. There we go. Celebrate the moment. Hope for the best for the future. Whatever that may bring between Rush and Perry. Yeah, this could be interesting, because Gin's body is probably used to alcohol. Mm -hmm. This is the awkward conversation. Uh, you remember last time when you offered and I turned you down? Maybe this time. <laughs> and how would Eli feel about that? How would she? Well, I, mean, I know somebody's got your body, but... As long as Amanda showered afterwards, hopefully it wouldn't be too much of a problem. This is a pretty good question for the audience. We've seen Camille change bodies with uh, an airman and have sex with their partner, Sharon. 
How is that any different? We didn't seem to mind that. So if this happened, Gin and Amanda, would we be objecting because we know the people better? Colonel Young wants to see you on the bridge. Can it wait? No, he said to come now. It's, it's urgent. I'm still not sure that even Eli should just walk in. Yeah. I know why he did it. Interesting expression on everybody's faces. You know, sometimes with the stones, it's easy to forget you're in another person's body. Oh. Yep. And not staying around for any <laughs> comeback. <laughs> A very simple little look, a very simple little shot, but very effective seeing Gin's reflection in the mirror. Eli walks away, having said his piece. Simeon's in the shadows watching him go, Where's the guard? This is mildly disturbing. Where is Simeon alone? Where is Simeon's guard? Door opens, dramatic pause, door closes. That's not mildly worrying. This is Simeon. And as we said before, where is her guard? Yeah. Has, this is Blofeld just killed his cat level worrying. Oh no, this is not going to be good. Uh-oh. I thought that was going to happen there. That's an interesting <laughs> point to end things. Yeah, so if you feel anything for character, either Gin or Amanda, then you, you've got to be thinking, oh no. Mm-hmm. All right then, that was The Greater Good. I think that was a, probably a more enjoyable episode than last week's Trial and Error. Yeah, bit of a big info dump on where they're uh, trying to get the series to go now. And they don't have much more of a chance to do it. Yeah, and it, it was certainly worth it uh, when Rush's little side project was discovered. Surprisingly, it was Eli who really flew off the handle. But obviously, as we said, that's probably more to do with the fact that Jin uh, and Amanda were involved. Mm. But there's no doubt about it. People have died because Rush has kept that secret. Yep, blood's on his hands now. I suppose Young can sort of move on from that. Right, we've got this trivia. Cole Binder, the writer. He's also written two episodes of SG-1, 15 of Atlantis and 6 of Universe. He's wrote for Transport of the Series, Cedar Cove, Messengers, Houdini and Doyle, Mysterious Ways, and Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Will Waring, the director, 13 episodes of SG-1, 16 of Atlantis, and directed 9 of Universe. He's also directed Painkiller Jane, Continuum, Strange Empire, Dark Matter and Travellers. Also worked second unit on Stargate SG-1 and primarily a camera operator for 60 episodes of Stargate SG-1 as well. Okay then, any last thoughts for the greater good? Just talking before about um, who, what, why built the ship. I'm pretty sure the timeline exists. It seems almost like it might be an Ori back before the split. Because the ancients were sort of going after ascension and technology, where they're more of faith going after the questions, what started it all. Some of the research prior to that could have obviously been done in their home galaxy. Mm. Of course, those events were lost to the mist of time. Yeah. That only kind of came into uh, Stargate canon so far into the series. means a lot of what went on before that got kind of washed away. Well, yeah, it was only a plot for one movie, so... (laughs) There's a lot we don't know about events on Earth when the ancients came to the Milky Way. We'll never, never really fully understand it. I mean, even now, there's still a lot of discussion about exactly how old the destiny is. We've seen millions well, of years, we've seen hundreds of thousands of years. Yeah. It never really got pinned down. One. Millions of years looks great on paper, but doesn't make any sense. Yeah, or where it was launched from. Yeah, n- nobody's that good at building technology that could last that long. Mm-hmm. Especially flying through space as it's been doing. Yep. Alan, anything from you? I don't like what it's leading. <laughs> okay then. Right then, folks, thank you very much for joining us for the greater good. Come Next week, it will be December, so we'll be doing our bonus episodes. Decided to start this year with an episode of Sanctuary, starring Michael Shanks, or should I say guest starring Michael Shanks, in the episode... On an all-new sanctuary, Stargate's Amanda Tapping and Michael Shanks reunited. It's good to see you. I love the hair. But not everyone's happy to see them together. Your organization sprung a leak. No. They're using our radio frequencies to track it. It was you, wasn't it? Get down on your knees. Sanctuary. Brad joined us for that, and I hope you join us too.
For the rest of December and early January, we will continue releasing the bonus episodes and then return with Stargate Universe Malice in the new year. After seeing Malice, I do like where it's going now. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, I'll probably watch that tomorrow morning. No feedback this week, so if you do want to get in touch with us on any aspect of Stargate, SG-1, Atlantis or Universe, then we'd love to hear from you. Here are the details. If you do fancy getting in touch with us, then you can do so via the contact form, which is on our website, which is at gatecast.co.uk. Or you can send us an email using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Google Plus and are carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. You'll find all the links on our website. If you have a minute, then a rating or review on either of those services would be most welcome. The standalone RSS feed, which lists every episode we've released, can also be found on our website, under Mission Reports. That link can be copied and manually added to a podcatcher, and will give you direct access on that device to all the shows, unlike iTunes, which only lists the previous 25. Right then, let's wrap up. Once again, Brad, thank you very much for joining us. Tell us about your podcast. TransformersCCA.com, that's where all the info is. Transformers Collectors Club Australia, little club I'm running down here, and uh, you can contact me through there if you need to. Oh yeah, before I forget, Stargate Atlanta's favourite episode poll, still running. I'll keep it running for one more week, because we'll be recording the Stargate Atlanta's series retrospective in seven days. Well, seven days after the release of this podcast, which, depending upon when you listen to it, could, well, doesn't really mean anything after all. But if you do, in the next week, if you can vote, we'd love to get your opinions. The more the merrier. And if you leave a bit of contact information on the uh, poll... He'll put you in the prize draw for some Stargate Atlantis goodies. Links, as always, are in the show notes. Oh yes, we also heard that the Stargate movie is on indefinite hold, if not totally cancelled. Now is the time MGM, or even Netflix, to invest in the Stargate franchise. There is a market for it, you know that. Money to be made. Let's hope we hear more news in the upcoming year. Right, we'll call it an art, shall we? Radio. Yes, I'm exporting it now. Lovely. Thank you to everybody that listens, to everybody that follows us on social media and visits the webpage. But until next week, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. And I've been Brad. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Bye.